Hello and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. If you're new here, welcome. The Healthy Hustlers is a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers, where together we chat health mindset and motherhood. Featuring easy to digest conversations with some of the most successful and influential people in our country, including the likes of Kayla Itzines, Megan Gale, Elise Knowles, Sarah's Day, Mick Fanning, and many more, this podcast is sure to give you a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and well-being goals. With over 150 episodes for you to enjoy through storytelling, my aim is to offer you a fresh perspective and inspiring insights that will empower you to live a happier, healthier and more fulfilling life. Today's Mama Chat is proudly brought to you by Bubba Bump. If there was one thing I learned the hard way after becoming a mum for the first time was how important it is to nurture yourself during the early stages of the postpartum journey. First time around, I put such a huge emphasis on my pregnancy journey, but then completely neglected my body and health once Bub arrived. I promised myself I would never let that happen second time around. So this pregnancy, I've had a huge focus on preparing myself for the postpartum journey, a time to nurture both mum and baby. I was thrilled to stumble across Bubba Bump on Instagram, a gorgeous family business providing a one-stop shop for not only baby essentials, but also mother's postpartum care needs. Bubba Bump are known and loved for supporting and nurturing both mother and baby with their gorgeous organic baby wrap carriers, organic baby lounges and baby essentials, while still having a beautiful focus on the postpartum care for mothers. Bubba Bump's labour prep and postpartum recovery kits aim to help ease the unexpected pain and discomfort that follows on from having a baby. They're available in vaginal and C-section options with the aim of catering to and nurturing all mothers. I personally love the idea of the kits as it takes the stress and pressure away from knowing what you'll need post-birth. You can check out Bubba Bump's full range of baby essentials and mother's postpartum care by visiting bubbabumpbaby.com.au or simply clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. We are back. My first episode since becoming a mum of two and what an amazing guest to have joined me on the show. New mum to baby girl Gigi, Leah It Science has graced my microphones several times now. But today's episode is extra special as we chat about her new role as mum, as well as her brand new recipe book, Good Food Made Simple. Leah is a self-taught creative cook who is passionate about creating recipes that are easy, delicious and balanced. But her new role as mama was our main focus today, chatting about the personal changes Leah has experienced, the healthy habit that is helping her and partner Mitch thrive, and how she juggles business and mum life. Leah is always a ball of energy to be in the presence of, and this episode is full of her feel-good, abundant energy. Here's Leah. Well, this is a very exciting moment. Leah, welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are oh, you? Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. I am feeling good. I'm feeling good. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm so excited to chat to you again today. Um, we're both on this mother wild motherhood ride, just coming out of the newborn stage. So we're talking about how tired we both are. Um, but you've been <laughs> highly requested to come back on the show to hear all about your mum journey. So I'm really yeah. excited to have you and um, very grateful for your time today. Oh, so it's, been a, it's, been, 
it's been a a journey. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's been a good one. Like I think it's been. It's probably the hardest thing that hit me in the face that I've ever had in this whole my whole life. But it's been so good now that I'm on the tail end of it. Like <laughs> that yes, makes sense. The absolutely. Yeah, totally. Do you feel like you've learned a lot, like I guess more in yourself since becoming a mum? Like have you had those moments where you're like, wow, like I'm a changed person? <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. And in like every aspect. Like I I thought like I, feel, I look at photos of me pre-pregnancy and I'm like, ah, oh, you're a little child. Like, <laughs> just like, it's so funny to think, like, I am just some, I feel like an old lady. Like, I just, it just in every way, <laughs> my bones. <laughs> but I just feel it's, yeah, it's a, it's a wild ride. It is an absolute wild ride. Just, that yeah. is so funny. <laughs> I have so many of those moments where I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I'm, old now like I've got kids like it's just this like weird reality and sometimes even when I hear Georgia say mum I still have this really surreal moment of like I'm someone's mum like this oh, is so weird and absolutely I literally like I, when someone wants to like my friends go oh, do you want to go out for dinner I'm like, I, I, that's bed and bath time like, we don't go for dinner anymore <laughs> no way and, if, and after that I had to get up during the night and say no I'm not coming <laughs> oh my goodness that's so true so how are nights looking for you at the moment are you like still deep in the trenches of lots of wake-ups or are you kind of seeing the light from all well I'm actually seeing the light because now like now literally the last two nights have been awful because Gigi started rolling so she started to do her whole flip over and then she can't get back so she gets super frustrated and then it's just cries out and then I go and help her and then she'd I'm like girl you're doing this to yourself like every time I go in there I'm like don't flip and she just wants to so that's been wild but um she she was really bad from like get-go like newborn get-go she was awful so when we hit that four month everyone's like oh wait for the four month regression blah 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 and I was like dude when she hit four months that's when it started to look up for me (laughs) like it was great so I was like not even dreading it because I was like, how can you get any worse? <laughs> so I was, it was great. So when she hit that four months, we started to really like, she started to reject some of her night feeds and sleeping a little bit better. So it's been good. So now I'm just dream feeding once a night and then flipping her over like 40 times. But other than that, it's great. It's been good. <laughs> you know, that is so funny that you said that because the last few days, like I've been seeing so many mums that are in similar stage post about this four month regression and Rocco's three and a half months now. And I literally was like up last night laughing to myself thinking the funniest part is I'm not even going to notice a four month regression because he hasn't even started sleeping. Yeah, that's what I mean. People like go wait till you get, I'm like, dude, this child doesn't appreciate it, but I don't know what you're talking about. Well, at least you've given me hope that yeah. maybe the four month regression will be a positive stage. No, a I totally, thing. oh my God, I totally resonate. I was just thinking, I'm not even going to notice it. Like it's just, yeah. this is just my life <laughs> since the day I was born. Oh, that's Actually. so funny. Um, and now do you have a healthy habit that you and Mitch are kind of doing at the moment that's really helping you guys to thrive as a family? Oh, do you know what? As a family, we're really open with each other. And I think that's the biggest thing that Mitch and I said, like I said before we were born, I was like, we just need to make sure that you and I are both getting what we want out of the day. And like our need, both of our needs are being met because I feel like having a kid, you know, it becomes all about them. Everything is about them. You know, they're around their schedule. We, we, We work for them. We like live for them. And that's amazing. But at the same time, that doesn't mean, you know, we we like we get put on the back burner so I said to me it's like you know what's important to you what's important to me we got really got that out on the table and it's like 
you know, what's important to me is I really want to be there for her in the morning because I really want to be in there for her at bath time. Like, it's really important to me and it's really important to me that he's home for bath time as well at the same time. And like, I want to make sure I get to go to the gym three times a week so I can have that energy alone. Um, so we've just been really trying to like every night, like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Every night. And that's our habit. Like over dinner, we just talk about how we get, have, how would our day go? Do we get our needs met? If not, how can we fix that tomorrow? Just so that we don't let it slip with months on end and one of us, you know, doing too much or one of us doing too little and then it's just not working. Does that make sense? Um, I love yeah. that. That's and it's, amazing. It's made, it's, yeah, it's made us feel really comfortable and really like, because oh, there's some weeks that, you know, she just wants me or she just wants me. And, I, and we either of us feel really useless. So it's good that we can just kind of sit down and be like, how are you feeling? Like, Do you need help? Should we get like, you know, do we need to get someone in a one day a week so we can really like nut down and just get some work done on what, what, you know, what do we both need to do to get our needs met? So I think that's, that's helping us thrive as a family. Oh, I love that so much. I think that is so beautiful. And like, you know, I was even listening to you talk then just thinking, oh my goodness, I really need to implement this. Like, and I'm on mm. my second baby. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's so important. I think especially, you know, obviously for both, but especially as a mum where there's so much of that like identity loss as well with the first baby. And like you're navigating this whole entire new world of like motherhood and I guess who you've become now. Um, it's so important to have that communication. So what that's yeah. such an amazing healthy habit. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to get it implemented. Like not everyone has that ability to do it. Like it's in it and it's really hard, but as long as you're just getting even that even one need met, one, like yeah. One little gym session, one bath, one shower alone, whatever it is, that's just your thing. And then you can do it, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And what would you say has been kind of the biggest change in yourself personally since welcoming Gigi? Something that maybe you didn't expect to, I guess, have a shift or a change in your perspective or, um, yeah, your kind of everyday approach? Do you know what? I think think I, I cared a lot about what people thought pre pre Gigi, if that makes sense. Yeah. I cared like I really I really took, you know, if people would say something like I really took everything on board. Whereas now it's like there's so much noise when it comes to babies, when it comes to sleep routines, when it comes to eating, when it comes oh my I didn't realise it's like <laughs> it is like walking into a dungeon. Like, like it's, the internet is absolutely and I can't swear on this podcast, but it is <laughs> it's intense. So I was like so that for me I'm like I have just like almost like shut my little circle and I'm like I will literally not listen to anybody around other yeah. than the people I really know and trust or you know I take things I don't take the, everything on board when people like you know I, I have this thing called um good for you not for me and I just I literally goes through my head 24 7 good for you not for me because when people come to me with advice like, oh you know you really should feed your baby this or you really should try this you really should take it to the doctor whatever it is it's like I just say yeah okay good for you but not for me like Good for you and your situation, but not it's not for me. And it has helped That's me awesome. so much because I just refuse to take on so much. It's almost like baggage. Do yeah. you take on other people's problems? Do you know what I mean? Definitely. So I that just, I've just awesome. said that. Yeah, like, good for you, not for me. It, with everything. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, you know, I took my kid to swimming lessons at one month. I'm like, good for you, not for me. I'm not doing that in the middle of winter. Like, <laughs> that's just Are you not crazy. <laughs> good, good for you. But like, that has helped me so much personally. And, and as a mum, that, that little sentence. That is awesome. And like what an incredible, I guess, awareness and realisation from you so early in your motherhood journey. Like I feel like that's a big lesson 
but for a lot of people very far in even for me personally that was something that I realized very late in the piece so for you to realize that so early on and to like stay in your lane when it does come to mothering like that's that's incredible you should be so proud of that Um, and I'm totally stealing that mantra yeah no you have to I I think everyone should even just but in general life good for you works for everything like I, I I love it so so much but I think I had to come at come with that because I had such a bad start with Gigi. Like our head, our start was like not good. So yeah. I like everything, all the advice I got, it just didn't work for her. Nothing worked yeah. for her. So I just was like, good for you if your kid does that. But mine does not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not totally. going to happen. So I just, ha- I ha- almost had to do that for my own sanity. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. How did you, I guess, navigate those earlier stages? Like there was a lot, there was a lot happening for you guys. And I'm sure it probably wasn't the, entrance that that you had have hoped for or, or um, envisioned how did you I guess navigate that and in particular nurture your own kind of mental well-being in, in uh, do you know what it was like I think the first and being online it was probably the hardest thing I have ever in my entire life gone through and I don't like not that I know what the future holds but that was mentally the worst thing ever leaving my baby in the hospital was like oh it was like I couldn't I can't even explain it and having people on top of me judging my actions or like you know I went back to work after a weekend she was still in hospital I didn't go back to work but I just trying to keep myself busy because I couldn't do anything for her and it was just like it was awful and I just had to navigate it in a way that just made sense for me like I I pushed my I put like literally threw myself back into work because I was like this is all I can do to keep myself busy otherwise I will literally have a panic attack all day every day like it was bad so I just, I literally leaned on Mitch and I leaned on the nurses and I just cried it out. Honestly, that's Aww. all I did. It was yeah. awful. But, but we got through. You got there and you're here to tell the story. I'm, here, I'm on the other side. <laughs> you're on the other side. Did, you know, we obviously touched on your mantra just before, but did you kind of have an affirmation or a mantra or something during that time and that you might still use that really gets you through apart from the one you've already shared? Yeah, I did. Like, I think that I just, like, not, not like yes and no. I think I just, yeah. I did the whole good for you, not for me. But I think I just like, it will all be okay. Like, it will yeah. eventually be okay. It will eventually be okay. Like, that's all. I, that's all I said to myself literally the whole time. I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. But I, even then, at this, at that time when you're in that in that moment, nothing works. Like, totally. <laughs> nothing. Especially nothing with the all. sleep deprivation and you know, like the rush yeah. of hormones that you're having anyway yeah. post birth. All of that. Like, it's so hard to think clearly. Like, I even remember with Georgia, like, and she was a great sleeper from the get go. Like, just the hormones in themselves, mm-hmm. what they would do yeah. to my mindset and the and the thoughts that I would have and how hard it was to like pull yourself out of those negative thoughts at times. Oh it's, yeah. 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 It's really, you know, you can't prepare yourself for that. No, um, you know, you obviously run multiple businesses. You've spoken about throwing yourself back into work. Um, but now life's a little bit calmer and you're finding your feet <laughs> as a mum. I guess, how are you navigating business, mum life, all the keeping all the balls in the air because oh. from an outsider you look like you're doing an absolutely <laughs> incredible job <laughs> it's a juggle like it is a juggle and, and I am grateful because I do I do have help so I wouldn't I wouldn't shy up to the fact that I you know I have someone to look after Gigi twice a week to make sure I can actually get my work done because it just wouldn't happen otherwise like it yeah. just because Mitch and I always work in the same business so it's not like we can you know one of us can look after one of us can do it 
it's we really wanted to get back into into work and she's you know five minutes she's only six months old oh my gosh um but yeah I have I I have help and I and I really just I I work with her so on like on Fridays um and Wednesdays and Fridays I work with her at home and then obviously Saturdays and Sundays but I play with her I'm so there when I'm when she's awake and when she sleeps I go straight to work yeah and then I'm so there and then so I I use her routine as a backbone like as a base of mine um but awesome it is it is a, it is hard. Mm. <laughs> I will give you that. Like a lot of things slip through the crack. A lot of things slip through the cracks when it we were when I was pregnant and when I had her. Um and we're just trying to kind of pick up those pieces now, but it's it's it, it is really hard. And the guilt is really, really hard. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. How do you, I guess, address that when that guilt does that pop up? Yeah, I, I just I try and just almost ignore it because there's nothing like like I just think to myself like I keep saying to everyone I was like why is there such a judgment on mums like it's either you go to work and you're a neglect you're a neglectful mum I'm doing that quotations or you stay at home and you're a lazy mum like that's what society makes you feel like right and I'm like why is this why can't we do both like why can't why is there this like this it's almost like you feel like you're you're getting pulled to one side or pulled to the other and I hate it I'm like oh why can't I be a really good mum and 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 work at the same time like I don't yeah uh, yeah, for me, it blows my mind that you, you we're, we're under such pressure, and it's pressure from each other. Like, and it, it, is. it kills me. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I just I try to ignore. Her. I I just make sure that I'm the most present mum possible when I'm with her, and when I'm there, I'm giving her my all. And when I'm not there, I'm giving her my all, trying to you know set up her life. So I just keep Love thinking that. about. That. Yeah, that's so good. I remember with Georgia, I kept saying to myself like. I can be a nurturing and loving mum while also having a thriving career. And I just kept focusing on that because I'm like, well, I grew up with a working mum and I know how much that's given me in terms of drive and determination and um, feeling like I can actually do both very equally. And I never felt like I missed out. If anything, I felt like I got more because I was seeing this, you know, mum who was had an amazing work ethic and had passions and chased it Absolutely. while also being on school camp and doing school canteen and all of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. exactly. And like my parents did exactly, both my parents are teachers and mum worked at what like was, you know, part time. And then she would, she'd work, she'd work at a fish shop. She worked a second to two jobs to just get us by. And dad was a, yeah. a teacher as well. And like, all I remember for them is like them coming to every single sports game, them making sure we had, you know, clothes on our back shoes on our feet on the weekends yeah. we'd play with all of our cousins like that's what I mm. remember and that's what I want Gigi to remember is this like family and like we worked for her to set her up like yes that's all that's all I can really think of I know that's like you know some people will think otherwise but I just think like you can do both you're not yeah. like you know if you want to stay home you know that's harder than working to be honest <laughs> like that oh. is the hardest bloody job absolutely agree it's, it is intense and by the end of the day mm. you're literally like Mitch comes to the door I'm like here you go like I'm, I am I'm done with this like I'm handballing that straight up to you but that's what you and it's like but then all, all you're working you can't wait to get home and you're like you know you rush home you rush to the doors and you can't wait to be with her so I just think you can do both and I'm, I'm yeah. so happy trying at least to do both yeah I love that and I'm with you I think being at home is so much harder like for, for me now work is like this little release like it's like it's just like yeah. a, it's like a break of being social in a way it's like crazy um but being home I'm like my hat honestly goes off to mums who are home or are in situations oh. where you know 
like, well, I've had to for the last, I guess, four months with Rocco just be home because mm-hmm. Ryan's work's so hectic and I'm like, wow, like I, my hat just goes off to mums that can do this all of the time oh, because yeah. it is intense. Like yeah. giving to little people 24-7 is so intense. And and I think the thing is they don't like, I, I always say like with Gigi cause, because now she's smiling and she's interacting. Before it was like you're looking at her and you're trying to smile and she's just like, eh, like <laughs> they do nothing. And I'm like, come on, man, give me something back. Like, you just, I need something. So it's like you're giving your all, but you get nothing back. So it's like you're having a conversation with something that just cannot give back to you. So you're like, <laughs> it's so hard. So all day your energy is just going. You're getting nothing. So you're like, no wonder you're exhausted by the end of the day. Oh, my it's, goodness. That's why I like when she sleeps, I'm like, oh my God, I need to have not Miss Rachel and Coco Melon in the background. I need to have oh. a conversation with someone. <laughs> Coco Melon, oh my God, I can't wait for the days that I go to bed that either Coco Melon or the Wiggles are not playing in my head when oh. I wake up in the middle of the night. I, you know what, I hate Coco Melon. None of their songs make sense. So I'm just putting it out there. It's so bad. <laughs> I can't deal oh with it. Oh my goodness. One thing I will say though, as they get older, like George's now, she's three in two weeks and she has learned so so she didn't get on the Coco Melon bandwagon until like probably six months ago. I totally thought we'd missed it. I was like, haha, I'm so clever. And then she's discovered Coco Melon. And um, yeah, seriously, she has learned so much in the last six months from watching That's Coco Melon. I'm actually oh. like, oh, although she might be starting to get just a slight little twang in her talk. Well, accent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melon. So bad. Anna, like my little niece, used to go like, she used to watch Peppa Pig. And she'd be like, oh. Mummy, can I have some? And not tell her, like, ah, like, we're not doing that. Like, <laughs> talk normally and I will give it to you. <laughs> it was so funny. She's like, has to get out of character. Hilarious. So true. <laughs> so true. Um, now, your new book, Good Good Food Made Simple, is out. Thank goodness, oh. girlfriend. How are you doing all this? You're a machine. But I really I... want to talk about your book. It's family friendly. I've had a look through. Um, it's incredible. You've done such an amazing job and you just have so many healthy, easy, wholesome meals in there. Talk to me about the process and then I really want to get your top tips on like meals in there that mums can use that are family friendly. Yeah, I mean, like the the whole book was incredible. Like I wrote it very, very, like before, like just a little bit pre-pregnancy and then wrote it a lot when I was fully pregnant. So, you know, the recipes were in there 100% on my cravings because I was like, I need to write this, I need, I want this, I want this. Um, so it's it's a really good book and it feels like a little bit like mature, if that makes sense. Like it's like a little bit mumlier because yeah. I feel like my previous book loved it. But then like this book, it just feels like a little bit, a little bit extra, a little bit special. So yes. I made this book literally for simple, really quick and easy, simple meals. Um, and yeah, like it, the process was we, actually it was funny because I was meant to film it. I was meant to take the photos of the food and you know the cover and all that in Sydney, um, yes. but obviously I'm in Adelaide, so I needed to get on a plane. But then there was a whole uh, during this there was a whole COVID shutdown. So you couldn't get into Sydney, couldn't get out of Adelaide, so we had to do it in Adelaide. And by the time I took the photo, I was literally twenty. I, I think I was twenty three, twenty four weeks pregnant. I had to bend down behind a table because I I had such a belly that I was like, well, I can't put that on there because everyone's going to know. Like, so I had to like, oh, it was funny. So the, the photo you see, there's like a table right where I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's hiding <laughs> my big baby belly because <laughs> I was trying to like not be like, oh, that, you know, because obviously it's out post baby. So I need yeah. to like kind of hide it out. It was great. Oh, I <laughs> it love great. it. It's such a beautiful photo. It's so good. And I'm like, I, I love it. It's You've done an incredible job. 
We'll be right back after this healthy break. Today's Mama Chat is proudly brought to you by Bubba Bump, a gorgeous family business providing a one-stop shop for not only baby essentials, but also mother's postpartum care needs. Bubba Bump are known and loved for supporting and nurturing both mothers and babies with their gorgeous organic baby wrap carriers, organic baby lounges and essentials, while still having a beautiful focus on the postpartum care for mothers. What are some of your recommendations? I've done like sections. So there's actually like a real, like a simple and easy section. There's a entertainer section. There's Athena's Family Favourites. And a lot of those meals in those are really simple and easy. The Athena's Family Favourites are like obviously my faves. So um, heaps of recipes in there. But the entertainer ones are really good. And yes, obviously busy mums, but it's good to make things in bulk. Like those are like big roasts, like big how to make chicken chicken salads for days, all that kind of stuff. That's probably where you find the best stuff because you can make it in bulk and you can make like one meal while they're sleeping real quick and then have it throughout the week. Love yeah. that. Seriously, I'm all about yeah, the like bulk meals now. What can I put in the freezer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I get like a yeah, dinner, absolutely. lunch, lunch, lunch out of? <laughs> like, it's all about being efficient now. Uh, and so where, I guess, can people get a copy of your book if they're wanting, wanting to? We can order it online. Um, a lot of like the book bookstores, but a lot of the good bookstores will have, uh, the good, good bookstores will have it. Um, <laughs> but things, people like places like Kmart, Target, all of that kind of stuff, you can grab it from there, Dimmicks. Um, yeah, plenty of places. Amazing. You can go on a little food hunt for it. <laughs> yes, I love it. When it does come to food, I guess for anyone who's maybe not familiar with your cooking, which they've obviously been living under a rock, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> because you are the queen of the kitchen um, and you have so many amazing um, recipes on your Instagram and on your um, programs. But I guess for anyone who's not familiar with your cooking, what is your food philosophy? literally exactly I mean I've been doing this for the last five years everything is just in balance balance and balance balance so I obviously have the bear guides which is balanced and realistic eating and everything just revolves around that so being balanced at the same time you can have you know being healthy and being conscious of what you are putting in your body but at the same time you can have what you want and just you know it's it's Mm. in moderation and then um when it comes to the cookbooks they're exactly the same so everything is just like all about that balance Love it. So good. And now something you are often doing is getting your niece, Anna, in the (laughs) kitchen with you, um, serving up some amazing food. I guess for mums who are wanting to get their kids in the kitchen and really involved in that cooking process, what are some of your top tips? Well, Anna loves it. And Anna's loved it since like day dot. Like, so even like when she was born, it was like Kayla would hold her while I mixed and things and we'd always get her hands and put her hands on the, like the, the little like um, spoon and mix things and she'd just be like so pumped about it so I just like do you know what I don't I don't when I do like things in the kitchen with her I literally get packet mix stuff <laughs> I don't mm. cook cook with her because I'm like no mess you can just throw this into the bowl but it's like I, I there's no expectations with that like I don't want to put her in like we need to make sure it's clean make sure it's perfect like if she gets something you know all over the bench we just laugh about it we like so she just enjoys her time but I think we've, we've done it from such a young age that now she comes in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, no, let's make cupcakes. She's like, hell yeah, like, let's make cupcakes. Gets a little chair, like comes up there, like she loves it. Um, but just getting her to try things and do things and not having like any, you know, oh, do this right, you're, you're being too slow or whatever. It's just like, it's just no expectations of it. She just loves it. And now she's so good now. Like when I we did a cupcake the other day and she held the bowl while having the whisk in her hand and was like whisking around. I was like, dude, what the heck? Like, <laughs> when did you, you like that? <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. So I was like, 
she just gets better on her own on her own accord and she just wants to see it doesn't really last that long she tries like she cooks and when, as soon as it goes in the oven she gets over it but like it's, oh totally george is the same it's just like it's like a 10 minute process yeah. you've got about a 10 minute window <laughs> that's why i'm like, like packet mix i'm not getting that thing out like everything out the cupboard if you're going to take 10 minutes so like it's fine but then i yeah she just i just think that doing it from a really early age and i really hope that i can do that with Gigi as well i already i already do it with her I literally hold her while i'm cooking dinner and she loves it um, but yeah. now it's really sad because I won't, I'm only just starting the whole solids journey and she oh, yes. looks at me and she as it like how could you not be giving that to me I'm, I'm sorry like she stares directly at it and then she just looks whoever's eating she's just staring just drooling and I'm like oh my god what has been your go-to with the solids how like how have you kind of navigated that little process because oh, so it can be really overwhelming oh, too goodness. like it can be a bit like oh where do I start so overwhelming but I so like because Gigi she was like she was just born with a bit of an issue that she's like just it's just a bit of a breathing issue so we need to need to be careful on her like choking and things like that and I have like real PTSD with it because that was like our whole life in the in the special care so I was like so I am was so nervous about solids because I was like I don't know how this is gonna go what if she chokes like blah 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 I was so nervous so we've just started with like the whole puree vibe we've started with that because I was like I'm gonna go into like lead weaning and give her like and I want to I can't wait but I think I'll just do a bit of botch like I'm gonna try purees but I've been like I'm giving her some rice cereal and, and and she's also allergic to dairy, so it's great. But oh, <laughs> it's I totally get you there. It's so annoying. <laughs> but eventually she'll grow out of it, or he'll grow out, him and her will grow out of it. But like, so we've just been doing random like little bits and pieces here and there. But like, I give her pumpkin, loves it. Give her anything oh. else, hates it. But I'm like, okay, perfect. Like we'll just draw it back, try again. She doesn't like fruit. And she's like me. She absolutely hates fruit. I like, won't eat the banana, apple, pear, nothing. If it has fruit yeah. in it, she's like, it and spits it out. I'm like, oh, great. And then I give her plain, plain Jane rice cereal and she frosts it, loves it. Oh, how funny. And it's like, so funny, isn't it? No, child. You need to be like me, yeah. not like a dad. Like, you need to eat more. <laughs> so eventually, hopefully. I love it. Georgia was the same though with banana. I remember giving, I think, I'm pretty sure from memory, banana was the first thing I tried with her and she was just like not wanting a bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a really great start. It's bad. And like with the rice cereal, like I give her the rice cereal first and I'm like, I'm going to sneak her now. I'm going to put some like puree pear in it. Then the next bit I'll put puree pear in it thinking she won't know. And instantly she's like, like oh. spitting it out. I'm like, okay, we don't like that. Maybe. <laughs> Have you tried broccoli? Weirdly, that was something that Georgia like was obsessed with. From really? The start. Yeah, no, like, I haven't. Really haven't. pureed though, like almost like watery broccoli, which sounds Isn't so horrendous. Just I feel like so bad giving it to them. I'm like, I put some soy sauce on it. No, just joking. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, want to. <laughs> I want to so badly, but I won't. But I really want to. <laughs> oh my goodness I love it um yeah so oh it is it's a journey the feeding like I feel I totally feel you I was so overwhelmed by it and scared of the choking and everything but you get there yeah um you did touch on Gigi being having dairy allergy how like can you talk to me a little bit about your personal feeding journey with her and I guess how the dairy allergy um affected it because that's something I'm navigating to girlfriend oh, gosh. well so we had um we were in so when I first had a I have had a breast reduction so my surgeon was like fat chance of you having to be able to breastfeed like you will probably absolutely well, he's at 99% chance you're not going to be able to but give it yep. a go 
Um, yep. So in hospital, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I can do, try. If it works, it doesn't work. Whatever happens, happens. It's fine. Um, but because of the whole special care thing, she kind of got she kind of got given to me. We tried. Mm. She sort of choked on it. There was a whole yeah saga about that. I haven't really ever gone into that. But she, we tried and tried and tried and tried, and it just wasn't working for either of us. So I like mm. I because I was you know you just wasn't coming out. Nothing was working, and then she just wasn't you just wasn't vibing with her. So. I'm being very vague about that because I just hate talking about it. But like, totally so, fair enough. So she basically, the pediatrician was like, look, you're not getting enough out. You can try and give as much as you possibly can. Like maybe just a hand expressing and expressing, try and give what you yeah. can. But because she's in special care, we need to supplement her like now. And yeah. I was like, cool, yeah. no worries. And she was a little bit, like a little bit small. So they were like, we have to give her something. So then we, we tried whatever the hospital formula was. And yeah. she had really bad reflux in hospital. So she mm. would projectile all over the walls. And it was like she, her, the rashes that would come over her body was just oh. like awful. But they they kind of got past as baby acne. And yeah. I kept being like, is this normal? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's just acne and blah, blah. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then we got her home finally. And she's still full on projectiles. Like her skin was mm. awful. And then it started to get progressively worse, like rashes on her full face, even for like within two minutes of giving her milk. And I was like, okay, yeah. something has gone wrong. Then we tried like a hydrolyzed formula, still was doing the same. And she would she would poo 11 times a day. Like it was oh, bad. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't, because I was like, no wonder people are telling yeah. me like, you know, not like babies use lots of nappies. And that my mom was like, that's just not normal. And I was like, I wasn't yeah. telling people this. Crazy. I can see it. Yeah. And it was like full mucus. It was awful. So I was oh. like, something's wrong. So I went back to the pediatrician like, 10 times we went we tried all these different formulas and then he finally gave me this like super super like hydrolyzed formula and the day she had that he was it was like fine fine. and it was perfect she started putting on weight really like well she started like thriving her skin was amazing it was just like pooing like perfectly now like everything's perfect really no more screaming no more projectiling nothing and I was like oh like this is not yeah, fun. So he was like, "Yep, yeah, definitely like the allergy, blah blah." Still got to get her tested properly. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, stay on this for me. Do not give her any dairy because that clearly yes. was the issue." Um, yeah. But yeah, that's how like the journey was insane because I and I felt really guilty because I was like, you know, I can't mm. breastfeed. I can't give you anything. Yeah. Yet what I'm giving you is making it's, you worse. Like. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it's such a like. I'm going to swear head fuck really oh, let's be honest like it's so such good. a head fuck because it's just like and I totally resonate like your maternal instincts are so strong and so powerful in those moments like when you know something's wrong yeah and I was the same with Rocco like the doctors oh they're like oh his skin's normal and I'm like he's like it's like sandpaper yeah. like he's literally yeah. like sandpaper all over him yeah. like surely this isn't normal like well I knew it wasn't normal because I had Georgia so I guess I had that bit of hindsight Mm. of you know a healthy well she was healthy and thriving yes healthy but just you know in different ways um and so we didn't figure it out till like eight weeks and I don't even reckon now he we're still like he's still covered in eczema it's still a journey Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if it's yeah yeah it's like such a it's such a helpless time as well because it's this trial and error and then the pediatrician to us was like well you've got to remember that his gut's going to be inflamed like if you have something say from your breast milk or the formula is not working like his guts are still going to be inflamed for that for at least a month Mm -hmm. so it's just like this really 
taxing, really long process yeah, of elimination. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm so glad that you've got onto something though that's working and she's thriving. Oh, she's thriving yeah. so much. She put on like, I, like I swear, she put on like five kilos straight away, like within oh, two weeks. Like it was <laughs> insanity. Like she was, she she got like Dean Failer to thrive because she was so skinny, nothing was working. She was just projectiling. Like, every time you fed her, she was like already pulling as you'd feed her. It was just awful. So like. As soon as she had to be able to keep nutrients in her body, she was like, hmm, that's great. And it just literally kicked off from there. And it's, she's so good now. And I'm like, I look at photos back like where she when she was like small and I was like, what are we doing? Like, how do we get through that? Like, what, what, totally. Like, oh, brutal. Babe, hats off to you. Like, what a bloody roller coaster. <laughs> and you're still showing up like so positive, you know, so empowered to just help other people live happier and healthier lives. Like, you're amazing. Oh. Just <laughs> Be able to keep showing up with all of that happening in your world is incredible. So yeah, gain gained a lot of resilience and strength from it. But yeah, 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 what a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. And I guess what's ahead? What's in store for you and your beautiful family, Leah? You know what, Mitch and I have like come up with this thing that we're just going to do what makes us happy, and we've been saying it forever, but we've never really. We've always just done things that like make other people happy and make you know just we just want to live like we really want to just live our life and give Gigi the best life we possibly can like Mitch literally I'm not joking Mitch literally wants to move to Brisbane and I'm like duh I don't know if I want to but he really he's like just just do it like what like what like you know she's so young that it's perfect age to take her we just take her wherever we go she just is there's no school yet like there's just is what it is she just is with us and I was like okay like I guess like I feel like I just need to be more of a yes person so we're just gonna try and travel and try and just live for the next I love that long. yeah it's weird it's like I'm like like I'm so nervous I'm like Mitch we have a child but think like like think logically and he's just like but why like what are we doing like we're just sitting in Adelaide we're doing nothing like we can work anywhere like we're privileged enough that we can literally work on our computer so like why not like even if we just get in, in Brisbane for a month why not and I'm like okay I get it like I get it let's do it like let's just try who cares let's just give it a go like so I think we're just going just to live a little. Like, <laughs> Oh, Leah, I love that. That is so awesome. Do you know what the funniest part of <laughs> hearing you say that from an outsider when you're like, what are we doing? We're just sitting here in Adelaide. I'm like, girl, you're doing a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You're> like... <laughs> That's what I said to him. I'm like, I'm working. But he's just like, why don't we work? Like, you know, you, like you love hot weather. Why aren't we in Brisbane? I'm like, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so he knows how to get me. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, I'm so excited to stay up to date with all your adventures. Um, and I'm so grateful for your time today. It's always so good connecting with you. And I just hope you know what an incredible job you're doing. Honestly, you're amazing. Absolutely Aww. amazing. You're too nice. You're too nice. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to be one and done. Like, I don't think I'm having any more kids after this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said the same. They creep up. <laughs> well, what, Gigi creeped up on us. So <laughs> at least if, in the next one, I was like, Mitch, the next one's going to be a surprise too because, damn, like, this is hard. Totally. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I remember with Georgia, like, I'm not having any more. I'm done. I'm done. And she was like I was very she was a very easy baby now in hindsight reflecting back and then yeah just take well I was like maybe my, I was like do you know what if I even have, have a second it's going to be the breeze because there can't be anything worse than what that was, oh, no, like, totally. I was like, seriously <laughs> do you know what I actually always say like well now with what I've been going through with Rocco like obviously I've been fortunate to have that um knowledge of the first of like mm. how quickly time does go and yeah. you know like 
whether I'm like for any mum that is going through hardship or you know challenges with that first baby I don't know how you could ever go back because it feels like this is literally your life like Mm -hmm. it is so life altering and so just like all-consuming I'm like I just can't imagine having to go through that the first time so yeah hats off to you yeah (laughs) I mean if you don't laugh you'll cry any other mum seriously (laughs) oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah 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 I just now I think now I just get it like now I just get it like is that you, you I used to always say like you know why like every time you say you hear like a mum say like oh just you wait to this just and I'm like, I get it now I get it like because people are like kids are easy I'm like oh don't even think about it like they're not <laughs> do you know what I mean I tell you a really funny story really quickly before we finish because my sister's yeah. pregnant right now and it's so exciting like I can't wait more kids I'm obsessed so she comes to the warehouse to my work and me and Mitch like we had the worst night with Gigi. She was projectiling everywhere, shitting everywhere. It was just oh. awful. You know, what I mean? <laughs> one of those nights. And we were just almost at the time, me and Mitch were just laughing because we were like, <laughs> we don't even know what to do. But she comes to the warehouse and her and Jay, like they, they come um with their, and they, they, so they walk in, they're like, oh, hey guys, just came for a visit. And we we're like, oh, fuck. So Kelly goes, what's your jumper? I was like, vomit, because bloody Gigi. She just vomits everywhere. Like, I literally, me and Mitch teed off because we were, I was like, you guys, you need to travel. You need to go here. You need to go there. You need to do whatever you want to do. You just need to like take on a vibe out, like, you know, go around the world, man. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was literally, we were going for maybe 20 minutes, like <laughs> back and forth about why you shouldn't be having kids. And then they go, oh, surprise. <laughs> and they came to us literally to show us, to tell us that. And I literally, Mitch goes, Instead of being like, oh, wow, that's exactly, he goes, oh, wow, that's going to be worse timing. <laughs> just literally losing it, being like, oh, my God, it's too hard, like, blah, blah, blah. It was so funny. Oh and then goodness. so oh, Kayla was like, so are you excited? I was like, oh, now I am because now you can go. <laughs> now I don't have to actually deal with it. I can have a, a newborn and then give back. <laughs> like, you can be on the opposite because she's the one always covering. I was like, <laughs> totally. Oh, my goodness. Such a bad time. But I was like, at least I am, I am excited. <laughs> oh, that is so funny I know but how beautiful for your family and it looks like she's doing so well I actually interviewed her during her first pregnancy when when she was pregnant with Anna yeah and I remember she was like well I think she was like 30 weeks she was in the end mm-hmm. end of it and she was just like so over it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's really thriving yeah, yeah. This is, it's a boy because they're not they're not bloody finding out oh, they're so annoying oh, they're not. no they're not I was like what the hell's wrong with you I was like I'm already already planned the gender reveal party and they're just like shut up you know we're not doing one of my Oh my goodness! I've been like dying because I'm like she's got to be having a boy this time. Like, well, like we've all said it because I'm like this one. This pregnancy is completely different, and two, like, I just feel like we all we just need a boy, you know? Like, we've had two yeah, yeah, yeah. have a boy. Like, so I'm like, we're just, we're just, yeah, we're hoping <laughs> having a boy. I love it. Oh, that is so good. Well, Leah, thank you so much for joining me. As always, love chatting to you. Love connecting with you. And um, for all the mamas out there, make sure you get Leah's new book, Good Food Made Simple. It'll literally make your life so much easier. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. We'll be on soon. We'll talk about more about why toddlers aren't good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.